Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Jerry Petito Show. You know, guys, I've got a returning, incredible, beautiful guest here I'll be introducing to you in a minute. I'm super excited. So anyone and everyone who knows me knows I am the author of I'm Not an Addict, I'm Just an Ass. I'd rather be a smart ass than a dumbass, guys, because now, this month, 32 years ago, I was a dumbass. But through the grace of God, I can honestly say now I'm a smart ass. And yes, the word ass is in the Bible at least 40 times. It means donkey. And that's what I was. I'm saying all that to say this, everyone out there, we've all had the roughest two and a half years of our lives all over the world. I want everyone out there to know you're not alone. Some people didn't even make it through, unfortunately, even a family member of mine. And, you know, we have to start looking at addiction differently. I want everyone out there to know that you are being lied to. You are not powerless, not over anything, especially with God backing you up. Okay, that's how I'm going to say that. Um, my book is found through Simon and Schuster's bookstore, Archway Publishing Bookstore. It's all over Amazon, Barnes and Noble, BAM now. It's everywhere. Um, I'm a nutritional health coach. I'm a recovery coach. If anyone out there needs my services, my, my services to you are all free. Please, please reach out. Okay. I don't want anyone to feel alone through this. Um, you can also go to the Jerry Petito Show YouTube channel and subscribe. I've got some really great things coming up. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. That's my Elvis. That's all I got for you guys now. <laughs> so having said that, I want to introduce one of my favorite young, up-and-coming, incredible superstars, award-winning guy right here, Hunter Lott. Say hello to everyone. Hi. So how are you? I am really, really good. How are you? I'm good. You know, I've been stalking your Facebook, man. You've got so oh. much going on. Yeah, it's, it's it's pretty crazy. I'm very blessed. You know, um, I'm going to have you share a little bit about your story. But before you do, you know I have to bring this up. I yeah. fell in love with you from day one with just your music, you, your heart. You know, you're a beautiful young man. You have a beautiful family. But I saw something incredible that you posted a while ago. And you have a little girl fan. Yes, I do. And you and your dad planned it with her family, and you guys surprised her, right? Yep. It was uh, me, mom, and dad. They We all worked everything out because she lived, you know, not too, too far away from us. So, um... So we uh, planned a little surprise visit a long time ago. And um, you blew her mind. It was awesome. Now, you have seen her since, but before uh, I ask you about that, I want to share this with everyone. When I saw that, all I thought was, can you imagine me as a young girl if Elvis surprised me? So you are her Elvis. That's how I feel. (laughs) (laughs) So you have seen her since, correct? I have, and every now and then I like, like I've called her on birthdays too, and you know, yeah, beautiful. And it's always, it's always a really, really nice, heartwarming thing, you know. I mean, I hope you really understand what you're doing for her and the impact you have on her. Yeah, I. It, it does feel it's it's a weird feeling, you know, um, but it just it does feel good. It feels feels really good and. 
then I think the last time I like called her or something, she had all her friends there as well. <laughs> like four or five of her friends. And apparently they're all fans too. And I couldn't really hear anything. Cause they, they were, were screaming. So <laughs> <laughs> so think about that. Listen, I'm not kidding you. You are her Elvis, okay? I mean, think yeah. about that. Could you imagine? I mean, I'm thinking back to like, imagine if Elvis called me on my birthday, you know? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it amazing. Was, it is it is awesome and you know, that's something I probably will never stop doing. Thank you, because that makes you an incredibly special person. God God is smiling down at you, kiddo. Thank you. Thank so, you so much. So let's get into a little bit about your story. You know, I want you to tell everyone about being eight years old and receiving your electric guitar and what ended up happening and talk a little bit about that first. Well I was I was too young at eight years old. For me personally, but too young for me because I didn't, I didn't even learn how to play the guitar when I was eight. You know, I just I had it, and I just had an eight-year-old brain, and so I didn't learn how to play it um, until I was sixteen. That's when I learned how to play it, play the guitar. So you're back home. So your uncle bought it for you, is that right? Was it your uncle? No, my dad. Oh, your dad. dad bought it for you for Christmas. Yep. And you put it in a closet. Yep. So what made him buy it for you? Because he's a total Metallica gearhead. Good. I love yeah. that. Okay, so there was a reason so, for it. <laughs> yeah, whenever I was growing up, he would have me listening to those songs too. Like when we would go on fishing trips or something in the morning, we would listen to Metallica and stuff. So I wanted an electric guitar. So, And he had high hopes you were going to use it, and one day you finally did. Yeah. Tell everyone another eight years. Tell everyone what it took for you to finally use it. I love this I don't story. I know what happened other than I I moved back to my old house and found it again, you know, and realized that I needed to change strings. I needed to learn how to tune it because it didn't sound good when I was trying to mess around with it. And um and I just I don't know, I, I tuned it, I fixed it up and Two or three weeks later, I was playing Metallica riffs. It just came super natural for me, and I could just—I just fell right into that, you know. And then you lost your grandfather suddenly, and that music helped your mom. Yeah, it it, it did. By by the time that I uh, was, I started to make, I started to really make music. And I started to try it out pretty much and mess around with the guitar and mess around with singing. And then my grandfather died. And that was, you know, the only thing that I could do really was just try to hide all the pain with basically just trying to do something new, which was my music at the time. And my mom loved it so much because, you know, she was she probably took it the worst out of all of us whenever he passed away. Right. And, you know, yeah, she she always does say that that my music saved her because I started to do music heavily after that. And I recovered a little bit faster than she did. And it just helped her get out of that slump, you know? So tell everyone, like from the beginning, some of the cool things you've done, like singing at the national anthem. I mean, tell everybody your journey. That was, uh, my first big thing was that national anthem at Mississippi state. Uh, the basketball game, the opening SEC basketball game against Arkansas at Mississippi State University. That was the first big thing I had. There were 6,000 people in there. Wow. 
Yeah, and my face was on the jumbotron and everything, and it was it was crazy. But <laughs> um, I just finished the the movie thing has just finished, which was big for me as well. Um, you did a Bud Light commercial also. I, that's what got me to the national anthem. Okay, because I. I was doing, like, YouTube covers when I first started this, and I was getting, like, 200 views uh, every video, you know, something what every, like, small YouTuber subletting covers with their phone would get, and then I went on the radio for the Bud Light Live event. So I was live on the radio on a local country radio station, and I think the next day, a YouTube cover that I had uploaded before I went live on the radio went from 200 views to, like, 12,000 views. <laughs> And, you know, that was mind-blowing. And uh, that's what kind of landed me the trip to the tour of Muscle Shoals to go look at all that stuff. And um, also to that national anthem, it got me, you know, in contact with people for that. And it it was awesome. It was awesome. Now, how old are you now? I'm 22. Okay. So... That happened, like, before you were even 20, really. I was... Yeah, wow. So now, um, okay, so now let's talk about the movie, the Western movie. Yes. Come on, let's hear it all. Well, let's see, you want to hear the whole story? I want to hear the whole story, kiddo. Let me me say this to, to your fans first. We will be playing three of his incredible songs. We're going to give you a little mini concert at the very end of this interview. Okay, so hang tight. So let's hear the story about this movie. So I one day got a message from a movie director saying that he needed a theme song for a Western film. Okay. That's how the whole thing started. And, um, so I said, you sure, you know, we talked, so we talked on the phone, he gave me a call, we talked on the phone about, uh, about the plot, and about basically things that it'd be about, and I didn't, you know, get the script, and he told me what type of vibe on the song he wanted, and, uh, I said, sure, so, I think it was about two or three weeks later, I, uh, I sent him a song, I sent him the theme song. And he really, really liked the song, but then he he goes, hey, um, my uh, main main actor, you know, for whatever reason, can't make the, the movie. How would you like to be the main character of my movie? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, so like, I get to, I get to rob banks and shoot people. <laughs> and he was like. He was like, yeah, and I was like, dude, send me the script, right? <laughs> I'm ready, you know, and that's how, that's basically how that happened, and I, I honestly can't tell you how many, I'm very excited to maybe shoot more movies in the future, because we had a blast, we had so much fun shooting that movie. <laughs> okay, so I have a couple questions, you're not yeah. getting off that easy about this movie. So I have a couple questions about it because first of all, I'm picturing you robbing banks and shooting people and I'm cracking up laughing. Okay. With your sense of humor about it. Um, 
Did you ever think when you were younger that you wanted to be an actor? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Really? Maybe, maybe I did think about it when I was a kid. Okay. Uh, as I got older, I didn't think I would do it. That's for sure. It just, okay. it just kind of, it kind of came to me. Right. I so, think, I think because when we're younger, we all like think of ourselves on that TV screen, but then nothing happens with it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you got to. You got to start really, really, really young. Was it hard to learn the lines? That that would no. be my issue. No, it, it was not hard to learn the lines. For okay. that movie, it wasn't. Okay. I imagine if I could, if I played some like Shakespeare movie, then yeah, it'd probably be really tough. <laughs> That's funny, but, but you could improvise, right? Yeah, yeah, and and with with Vernon, it was the language was right down my alley, so I had no problem. <clears throat> that is so cool. So, um, can you give us a little bit about it? Like a little more than, you know, robbing banks and shooting movies? Like what's the theme of it? Well, so the theme is, is basically about the movie is about a kid who is tired of being dirty and poor and a farmer, I guess. So he's, he, he takes a gun to scare people, you know, and starts taking it into banks and stealing money. Okay. And what happens is someone decides to, you know, take shots at him and defend, even though he doesn't just kill people or anything like that. It's just for looks. But, of course, the kid shoots back in a way to defend himself, and it ends up killing the bank teller. So, you know, now they have murder on their hands. Right. At bank robbery. And, um... The whole time that's going on, there's this innocent girl, you know, that's with him that he just met pretty much. And now she's also tied into it and she's losing her mind because she's a sweet little innocent angel. And she met a bad boy and fell into his trap for the first time, basically. And now she doesn't know what to do. And that's you have a retired, uh, a retired sheriff. Or a marshal, I think. Retired marshal looking for him. There's a bounty hunter looking for him. It's There's a lot of stuff going on. Now, okay, so let me ask you this. Um, what is the name of the movie? It's called Vernon. Okay, and the, the song that's the theme song for the movie, which one is that? Is that Country Free? It is Drag You Down. Drag You Down, okay. So, and we'll be playing that. Um... Now, let's... Okay, so when is this coming out? It's out. Okay, because I think I saw that you posted that. Okay. How can I catch that movie? Tell everyone how you they can. can. Get, uh, you can get Tubi. It's free. Okay. And um, you can get Tubi, and all you got to do is type in there, Vernon, and you'll see the picture of it. All right. And you'll see the trailer and everything. So I'm writing this down. So T-U-B-E-Y? B-I. B-I. Oh, okay. Yep. So, 2B, and I have to type in Vernon. V-E-R-N-O-N, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay, baby. I can't wait. All right. So now, let's talk about Broadway. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So much has happened since our last interview. Yeah. All right, let's talk yeah. about Broadway. Yeah, last time we had, uh, last time we were on 
I was on your show. I was in my old house. That's right. Yeah. So now I'm moving somewhere completely new. Wow. Well, tell us a little bit about your new place, and then we'll talk about Broadway. New place is awesome. Okay. The new place is is right up my alley, you know, super, super nice neighborhood. Uh, I really like this new house that we're in as well. It's just, it's just nice. Everything's close, you know, so all the really good food isn't too far away. (laughs) The gym aren't far away. Nashville is right down the road. You know, everything, I got everything at my fingertips. Wow. Pretty out here as well. That's perfect for you. I'm so happy for you with that. So now tell us about Broadway. What would you like to know about Broadway? Like you were performing there? Yeah, yeah, so, I was. All right, and I still do. Okay, so tell us like what you do and, and how cool that is. So I moved here to Nashville because I got hired by Tootsie's. Okay. You know? So I, I started working at Tootsie's, Kid Rocks, Honky Tonk, uh, Honky Tonk Central and Rippies on Broadway, you know, Wednesday through Sunday. Okay. Um. That is that is basically what I did on Broadway. That's pretty much the only thing I did on Broadway for about eight or nine months. And now I, I still do it, just not as many days of the week. Okay. I, I did it four and five days a week, playing at Tootsie's. It's incredible. I've met a lot of amazing musicians sure. while I'm here. A lot of incredible singers and guitar players. I'm and sure. uh, it's been a really, really great experience. It's amazing. And, it's a good, it's a good scene, you know, and it's, uh, most, most of the people down here are friendly and you get along with all of them. So, and it's, it's, it's cool. It's cool. I met a lot of people, a lot of cool people from a lot of different places. I've, I've never met someone. I think I've only met one family from Mississippi while I was here. Oh, okay. That's interesting. I've met lots of people from like Michigan and Ohio. Wow. Okay. That's pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of. A lot of tourists that aren't from Mississippi come to Nashville. So now, you you write a lot of your own music, correct? Mm, yes. Okay. Um, and you've had several songs, number one, on several indie radio stations for consecutive weeks, right? Yes, ma'am. So why don't you tell us about that? Well, you know, my first original, um, you know, my first song that had the most my most success was that guy and um that song is probably still today my most successful song it's been number one on so many different radio stations and uh and for multiple weeks in a row as well and i there's been there's been a lot of my songs that i've put out that have been number ones on on stations you know can't wait for that day has been number one uh, on a bunch of different stations. Don't Say Nothing at All has been number one on stations. Don't Leave has been number one. Mama's Boy has been number one. Wow. I've put a lot. Proport uh, Swing has been very successful. And uh, This Year Good Book was number one. This Time of Year went number one. Wow. Yeah, I had a, I had, I took a lot. You weren't kidding. Course, my new one is that's trending right now one of my newest ones is Honky Tonk Special yep we're going to be playing that as well amazing so okay so now 
Let me ask you about this. So you signed a distribution deal with CDX 2022 Nashville to release all your upcoming music through Sony's The Orchard. Tell us about that. It's been, ama- it's been an amazing experience so far. I couldn't have. I, I don't think I could have signed with a better team. Okay. You know, um, I signed with them, and you know, the first day I went in there and met uh, met Joe, the president, and uh, just I can't stress enough. They're great people to work with, who you know won't beat around the bush. They tell you exactly what you need to do, and uh, they're super supportive and they're very helpful. And they get things done. Beautiful. So, all right. So before I play your music, is there anything else you'd like to tell all your fans and listeners out there? I don't want you to miss anything. The mic is yours. The best advice that I can give is to, you know, always stick with what you want to do and don't ever give up on it because... There have been many of times where I have, especially now I've been in it for a long time, I have been faced with the option to stop doing what I'm doing, you know? Like, here you go. You don't need to do this anymore, but I didn't I didn't do that. I always went down the path, and I always chose right to keep going, and I just, I trusted God the whole way, mm. because he's the one who's helped me, he's helped me see clearly. He's the one that taught me. That poison can come in a dirty cup or a golden chalice. Mm. You know? So, all I know is that you just got to trust in him and stay on the path. And don't let don't let anyone stop you from what you want to do. First of all, I cannot believe how young you are and how inspiring you are. That was beautifully so said. Um, what? Tell everyone if there's anything up and coming... And how to reach out to you if needed. Do that as well right now. Uh, my new song is is pretty much mastered and finished. And we're about to start releasing it through Sony. It's called I Stand My Ground. Mm. And um, it's, it's uh, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be really, I think people are going to like it a lot. It's, it's been, it's about time that I've written a song and got a song talking about my morals right. and where I in place and where I stand wow. on things, you know. Amazing. But uh, I'm also, I just got my own band put together as well. Tell us. Well, I just, being on Broadway for, for so long now, knowing so many musicians, I, you know, I decided that, and CDX decided as well, that it was time for me to go play some really good paying gigs all over the country and start going on a tour. So I had to get my own band together. So... I now have a drummer, a ba- and a bass player, and a lead guitar player. And, you know, I'm going to start hitting the road with those guys pretty soon. That's so cool. How can and I'll, I'll probably make an announcement about it this week, too. Okay. First of all, when your, son- when, when your latest song is up and running, please send me an MP3 of it. I'd love to hear it. I've got you. I can do it. Yep. Now, how can they reach out to you, your platforms? The best way to reach out to me is to go to my website, hunterlotmusic.com. If you go there, that website will take you to quite literally everything me, along with the email address linked with it as well. So, you know, hunterlotmusic at Yahoo is a great way to reach out to me for things. Uh, Also, there's a link tree 
for all my social medias on the website. Um, and then as well as my merchandise, there's everything on that website about me is there. Beautiful. So I want you to tell us a little bit about each of these three songs. That's how we'll close out playing them. But before we do, so I'm going to be playing this here, good book, honky tonk and drag you down. Tell us about these songs. Um, Real quick, before 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 I tell them, I forgot to make one one. Oh, thing go now. ahead. One one good thing is I stand my ground in Honky Tonk Special. I have to let you guys know are being nominated for a Grammy. Get out of here! And you almost forgot to say that. Yeah, I did because I, I found <laughs> out last night. You know, basically, like which one? So. Oh my gosh! So listen, keep me posted, baby. Are you kidding me? Say that again. Tell the world again. <laughs> my new songs. I stand my ground. And Honky Tonk Special are being nominated for a Grammy. Yes, and you got this. You got this. Yeah, it is very, very, very exciting. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. It's going to be it's gonna be cool. You know, if, if anything, I get to go to the ceremony with all the big stars. I mean, know? come on. Listen, I agree with you. Listen, I think you got this. But even if you don't get the award, you already got the award by being there. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. I get, go, I get to go sit next to Carrie Underwood or something. I mean, come on. All right? Oh, my goodness. Amazing. I'm so proud of you. That is so cool. So it's going to happen, baby. It's going to happen. So now um, tell me about these three songs. Let's start with this here good book. So uh, one day I wanted to uh, write a song about a little insight on how I was raised. And I definitely wanted one. I wanted a song dedicated to my beliefs, you know. So I wrote this here good book because I was always told to, you know, that I, I grew up so Southern in a small Southern Baptist church and I always heard the old good book all the time. I heard that phrase. And, you know, and a lot of it had to do with my Paul. So that's part of it. So I wanted to write a song really heavily based on my religion and, you know, how I felt about it. And that's how this here book was written. Beautiful. Wow. I love that. Okay. Um, and a good book it is, let me tell you. Heck yeah, it is. So, Honky Tonk. That was, uh, if you take, if you take, honk, uh, like, the Broadway stuff and the Honky Tonk scene and you throw it into three minutes of a story, you have Honky Tonk special. Okay. That is basically what it is. So, if you if you've never been to Broadway and you want to know what it's like, you can listen to my song and get get a pretty good idea. Cool. You know? I love that. All right. Now drag you down. So that is the that's the theme song for Vernon. Drag you down. The director wanted a very Bon Jovi vibe. <laughs> wanted the song to be catchy to where it's theme song worthy, but as well. As actual, have the actual plot of the story in the song as well. And um, that's how Drag You Down was made. Okay, as- very cool. Are you happy how it came out? I mean, like like ecstatically happy. I am. Okay, good. About, about Drag You Down? Drag yes. You Down? Awesome. Okay, good. Yeah, um, it, it rocks. It rocks. I love that. Okay, you rock. So Thanks. I want to I wanna say my thank yous to you first. Um, for honoring me again with another incredible interview. My door is always open. You are, I am one of your biggest fans.
you got the heart.